At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Edition primetime action here on VSIN. Matt Brown, Adam Candy, Kelly Pidlin behind the glass, Danielle Alvari joining us shortly here. We have two NBA playoff games already underway. We have two more to tip off later. We have an NHL playoff game with two goals already scored. Kelly, give everybody the update here. Yeah, I'll start with the NBA, the uh, Wizards and Sixers. Four minutes left in the first half in that game, the Wizards. With a 50-46 to 46 lead, I believe the two gentlemen on the desk are on the Wizards tonight. Uh, let's see. We got Bradley Beal leading the way with 13 for Washington. And it's Seth Curry leading the way for uh, the 76ers who have played, man, they've played 11 guys already in this game. It's pretty incredible. Uh, live numbers there. Uh, Wizards, 1.5 and, and 226.5 is your live total. Uh, over in the other game, we are uh, four minutes remaining in the first quarter. The Hawks on top of the Knicks, 18 to 13. The Hawks are one and a half point live favorites. 203 and a half is the live total in that game. And over on the ice, Canadians keep it rolling. They're up two nothing already in the first period over the Jets. Uh, about seven minutes into that game, Canadians minus 280 live. The Jets plus 225 on the comeback. Six and a half is your live total. 
Adam, we were sitting here. There were no goals. Then uh, we looked up. There were two goals uh, rapidly. I mean, I think they happened probably a couple of minutes apart in that one. And again, I mean, this is just this this Montreal team just continues to, to put them in the net. You know, if I were going to have gone one way in this game, Matt, it would have been Montreal. I didn't play it mm. uh, largely because of the fact that the advanced metrics when these two teams played favored Montreal all season long in their games against Winnipeg. Now, Winnipeg went 6-3, and three, Matt, against the Canadiens. However, uh, all of the numbers of puck possession chances suggested that Montreal should be a team that would turn things around, and those numbers are starting to even out a little bit in this game. Kelly, you are correct. Uh, I'm on the Wizards. Adam on the Wizards. Two different ways that we are on the Wizards. Adam has the points. I just took the money line in this um, thought for me was they're either going to play well and just win the game outright, like it's going to they're going to get a good game from Westbrook and and Beal, and then they can win this game outright. I mean, listen, we saw this 76ers team, you know, for a good bit so far uh, or earlier this season really struggle, really, very clunky on offense without Joel Embiid in there. And so if you get, you know, a halfway decent game out of Westbrook and Beal, I thought the points weren't really even going to come into play. So I just went ahead and took them at, at two to one, uh, a little over two to one actually on the money line in this one. Um, I think they either play well and win it outright or just get, or just get, just get beat, you know, pretty badly because they don't shoot well. And here's Westbrook. I mean, listen, not instilling a ton of confidence in me as we get going here. He is three of nine. Uh, right now has already turned it over a couple of times, as has Beal. So hopefully uh, start to start to rein it in just a little bit. But uh, early on here, there is a bit of regression that looked like it could come back to haunt me, uh, maybe even you as well from the Sixers. They are 2 of 11 from 3 right now, so 18% from 3. Uh, not that the Wizards are doing that much better, but you would think they're not going to shoot 18% for the rest of the game. They're only down four right now. No, not that low, Matt, but I'm not <clears throat> convinced it comes all the way back because you have to think about the way the loss of Joel Embiid affects everything, right? Mm. The Wizards don't have to worry about guarding inside. Not that the Wizards in general are worried about guarding, period, but yeah. the Wizards do not have to worry about being able to collapse down and help and double Joel Embiid. They can get out on shooters in a way that they probably weren't able to with Embiid in the lineup, so... Regression, yes, from an 18% number, but maybe not all the way back to where it could be. Yeah, I mean, I'm that, that, that's kind of what I'm hoping for, right? I mean, it was it was the the entire handicap here was looking back on those games where Embiid was not in the offense and just seeing the the, the various struggles with the team. Certainly, one of the ones was the three point shooting as well for this team. Just as you said, doesn't create a ton. And honestly, Embiid shoots threes pretty well. So I mean, yeah. he's another guy. You know, he's he's another guy that actually you know with him out of the lineup, uh, he's he's probably their best three point shooter actually. Yeah, I mean, connecting up around forty percent, and you know. The reason that I took the points as opposed to the money line is I already have a little bit of risk out there on the Wizards, and I took that 18-1 to 1 series price just as a flyer, and so I figured I would protect this bet just a little bit more by at least taking the points tonight. So as we said, Hashimura with uh, 9 right now. We have uh, Westbrook with 10, Beal with 13, Curry leading the way for the Sixers with 12 on 5 of 8, shooting 2 of 2. From downtown. It is primetime action here on VEASAN. Matt Brown, Adam Candy, Kelly Bidlin, and Danielle Alvari. If you want to follow us on the Twitter machine, and you should, it's free. It is at Matt Brown M2, at Adam Candy, two E's, no Y, at Danielle Alvari, and at Kelly VEASAN. Uh, the other game going right now, I took uh, another money line as well. 
I typically tend to do this when the spread's only a point as it is anyway. So uh, I took the dog here in the Hawks, got a little tiny bit of plus money at plus 105 on the Hawks. Um, Adam, I, I looked at this and, you know, Hawks lead the series three to one. You look at Trey Young, even in a losing effort in the Garden uh, earlier in the series, he still went for 30. He's They've had a very, very tough time guarding him so far. Now, that being said, he is not off to a good start in this game. Two of six from the field and 0 of three from downtown. Bogdanovich, 0 of three from downtown as well. As a matter of fact, this Hawks team in general, 0 of eight, they have not made a three yet. They are shooting Math, 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 0% uh, from three-point right now. Uh, do hold a very small lead as we sit here 18-17 to 17 on the Knicks. You, know, you mentioned last night that Julius Randle had at least put up a better performance yeah. last game. A lot of it came in the second half, but using our eyes to supplement what we know about math, Julius Randle looks very confused right now for mm-hmm. the New York Knicks. He's not really sure whether he should drive, whether he should take the three. Um, that does not bode well for the Knicks down the line here. They're switching up defenders on him, keeping different bodies there. If Julius Randle does not have some sort of a, uh, a renaissance here for the Knicks, then this is going to get away from them in a hurry. He's owning the boards, uh, seven boards already here in the first quarter with still two minutes, two minutes and 25 seconds left. So he is he's getting it done there. But two of six from the field and oh of three from downtown. And he has really struggled from behind the arc uh, in this playoff series. And uh, for, after really picking that up, I mean, the that, that was, I think, was the most surprising thing to me as well as he played over the course of the season was his actual three-point shooting and how good he shot the three. Well, 40% essentially on the season for Julius Randle, and I think what I was just mentioning is what you look at. He had a wide-open three off a pick-and-roll with mm. Derrick Rose, right? Pick and basically pop right out. And he stood there and he stared at it, and then the defender closed out on him. He took one dribble, ultimately took a contested three versus an open one. He's just not sure where to go ultimately right now. Yeah, and so as we said, uh, 21 to 19 in that one, uh, about a minute 45. And like we said, Randall does already have seven boards in that one, so it could be a monster night for him on the glass. We do have two other playoff games still to come. We have the Grizzlies and the Jazz. We have the Mavericks and the Clippers. As we sit right now, this is a 9.30 Eastern, 6.30 Pacific. The Grizzlies and the Jazz. Jazz, nine and a half point favorites. 226, 226 and a half your total there. Um, in this series, as we know, the Jazz are up three to one. The Grizzlies got them in game one. Jazz have won three straight in game four. Donovan Mitchell goes for 30. Jordan Clarkson has a much better game, goes for 24 for them. And then again, so so often we can head to the three-point shooting and try to figure out where the game went wrong. Memphis, 28% from three. Utah, 50% from three in that game. Adam, as we look here, um, when they got Mitchell back in the lineup, it just looks like that this Jazz team is just completely superior now to this Grizzly team. Had in that game one, you could see, you know, lacking that other scorer that, that this was, it could be a competitive series if that was the way that was going to play out. Of course, Mitchell comes back in game two. They win three straight and look like the far, far, far superior team with him out there. Uh, I believe that they go ahead, get this done tonight, close out this series, and move on. So. 9.30 p.m. Eastern start here as we got a couple of the late games overlapping tonight with this and the Mavericks and the Clippers. Think about something, though. 
Matt, you talk about the struggles that they had without Donovan Mitchell. It was really only the first half of that Mm -hmm. game. They came up and put out nearly 70 in the second half against the Grizzlies, even without Donovan Mitchell. Uh, The only way that I wanted to get involved in this game is in terms of the over. Uh, Mm -hmm. I took it in the first half, largely because I think that within our spectrum of outcomes is a jazz blowout in this game. And I don't know what's going to happen in the later part of the game, but I mean, what we've seen in this series is, with the exception, Kelly, of that very first first half of game one, every first half has gone over. Every game has gone over. Uh, The Jazz, because they are a three-point shooting team, I think that's what protects us. We talked to Drew Dinsick yesterday, and Drew Dinsick talked about the fact that once you get to this point of the series, you start looking a little bit more under, but the Jazz, with the amount of threes that they shoot, I feel like they are a team that's a little bit more protected. 111, a pretty low number for a first half. Yeah, and that's, uh, I I think it's, I think it ends tonight too. I, I I tied the Jazz into a parlay. I parlayed, parlayed them with the Blazers money line uh, tomorrow night. So that's how I'm attacking it tonight. That's all for me on the NBA tonight. But yeah, I, it's the, uh, the Oh, the oh did I hear the goal back. horn? Did I hear the goal oh, horn? Do. Look at this. Uh, this is uh this is a goal fest up here. Still eight minutes left in the first period. I mean, when you factor in the exchange rates, probably only like two U.S. goals. Yeah. But Montreal and Winnipeg, two to one Canadiens and Montreal back on the power play here. Montreal had gone up to nothing. Winnipeg uh, answers with one this series starting off in Winnipeg. Jets minus 140 coming in tonight. Still eight minutes remaining in the first period. She'll be joining us here next segment. Danielle Alvari banging her head against the wall over there. Uh, first first period under. Mm. Got uh, mm, yeah. Hey, it was about like my first five bet last night. So, <laughs> so it doesn't hey, you know again if you're gonna go to, if you're gonna go down go down in flames right. I mean let's 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 certainly not mess around. Uh, yeah, Kelly, I'm with you. I mean, look, I, I just don't see I don't see any any way the Grizzlies here with with the Jazz back really at full strength there are going to be able to pull this off. I, I don't really want to get involved unless for some reason the Grizzlies happen to come out to a, a a lead in this game, and I can get this Jazz team down somewhere in that four or five range. It would certainly be something I would look at. I would but, hop uh, on that live too. Yeah, yeah I've got it, a, I've got a tied in money line parlay, but I would do absolutely do that tonight too. Uh, late game, ten Eastern, seven Pacific. Mavericks and the Clippers. Clippers are seven and a half point favorites. Two seventeen, two seventeen and a half. Your total here. Um, Serge Ibaka looks to be out tonight again for the Clippers. Not made official yet, but he's listed as doubtful and most of the time. Doubtful equals not in. Uh, Clippers fell down 0-2 in this series. They have won the last two games, so we sit 2-2 right now. The story from last game really was just a an injured, a very visibly injured Luka Doncic who had been destroying this series up until last game. He's very, very much off. Uh, one of seven from three, 0 of five from the line, just did not look himself. And he's going to go tonight, Kelly, but, you know, he's – you had to have the only chance the Mavericks had was to have a hundred percent Luca and Luca to do Luca things, and with that not being the case anymore, completely flips the series on its head. And for me, um, you know, hard for me to find a way for the Mavericks to win if you're getting a sixty percent effort out of, out of Luca. Yeah, and uh, I guess I would expect around that range of uh, efforts, maybe sixty to eighty percent. But I mean, he is. In my opinion, the most important most important player to, uh, in this league to his team, yeah. and especially when we talk betting and numbers value. I, I mean, his value to the spread is it's not even close. I think to some of the other guys in the league, but the uh, I, it's tough. I, like that that means just saying that though, Matt. Like it's I don't know how you bet this game tonight because the problem is game one and game two when he looks great. 
they pulled off wins in, in yeah. L.A., right? So, like, if somehow he's a lot better tonight than we actually think, I don't want to be laying seven and a half against him either. I mean, Adam, it is a neck injury. I mean, like, maybe he just wakes up and it's not an injury anymore. I, I would not necessarily guess that based yeah. on uh, what we've seen for the last couple of games. Hey, just a live betting opportunity here. If you're uh, looking at this Hawks-Knicks game, we're in an official review. What looks like it's going to be at least a flagrant one against Julius Randle. The potential of a flagrant two, uh, depending on the how severe they think that elbow that he threw on the rebound was. So just something you might want to be looking at here oh. uh, when it comes to the Atlanta Hawks, because this has been a long rebound. Trying to read lips here. And I also was trying see. to read lips, and I yeah. apparently am horrible at it because I didn't get I didn't get anything out of that. Well, I don't see Julius Randle walking to the locker room, so you know it appears he'll still be part of this game as he is uh, vigorously defending himself he, against whatever he, he was called. He might want to calm it down a little bit though, because uh, yeah, he is getting super super animated right now in this. Uh, so anyhow, uh, look, yes, we could get a Herculean effort from. From Luca tonight, and look, if Luca comes out and looks like Luca early on, I will not be afraid to come in and take some points with the Mavericks in this game. But that's kind of the only way that I want to get involved because I don't know what I'm getting out of Luca, right? I mean, so. other, or the or the I guess the other side of that, Matt, because I, I agree that the yeah. only way I would I would do anything with that game. I mean, I have a Clipper series price, so I'm just yeah. kind of riding that tonight. But the like, like that or the opposite, right? Where Luca looks. Horrible. If he, but, yeah, and if he looks horrible, right, yeah, early, and then, right? Yeah, and then come in and just and just 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 pound the Clippers because yeah. I mean that's just like we've seen this. We we we've seen this with Luke. I mean, like the few games he missed, and then on top of that, like just the games where he has no help, and then now if he's going to have no help and be injured, the, this Mavericks team's way out of their league. Well. The one way that I did play this game is the same way that I have played every game of the first four <laughs> of this series. Although I will say uh, the folks behind the counter finally did adjust the number <laughs> a bit. I've been playing under seven and a half rebounds on Kristaps Porzingis. I had to pay minus 35 to do it last time. Uh, it's down to now six and a half rebounds. However, he has not crossed five rebounds in this series. I've enumerated my reasons over time. Mm -hmm. Because of his injury, he's not playing inside. He's not banging down low. He did average eight rebounds a game this season, but he's a much different player right now at this point of the season. Paid minus 20, under six and a half rebounds. And and we're we're in a situation, too. I mean, as we sit with the spread, sitting at seven and a half, and if we get bad Luka, this could certainly be a blowout type scenario and a blowout situation. And if that were the case, the Mavericks might want to just pull the whole team off the court and, and be like, all right, we understand what's going on here. We got to, we're going to have to really circle and rally the wagon, you know, circle the wagons and rally here. Uh, and so, yeah, I mean, going any under, I think unders on Mavericks players just in general would be the way that I would be looking. Yeah, I agreed entirely. And, and by the way, Matt, just quickly, the one that I didn't mention from uh, Mike Cardiff, John Morant, over 25 and a half points. I'm actually at even money on that. Uh, John Morant over that number in each of the first three games, finished at 23 in the last game, took a late three that actually would have put him over the number. But what I really liked about Ja is that the Utah Jazz clearly adjusted their defense on him in the last game, and they went under everything on the pick and roll, basically dared him to shoot the three. He did not shoot well, one of seven from three-point range. That being said, even with that adjustment, he's still one shot away from going over that number. I think Ja will have his own adjustment to be made to the Jazz here tonight. I liked over 25 and a half because even if this is a blowout, Ja Morant's not coming off the court in a potential season-losing game. 
So I, we're a, we're a forward looking show here, but I do want to talk a little bit about what went on last night after we Ooh. walked out of here. Uh, do we have to? Damian Lillard goes for fifty five points. The rest rest of the Blazers eighty five points. Seventeen of twenty four for Dame. That is seventy one percent. Rest of the Blazers were thirty of seventy nine, which is thirty eight percent. Uh, Dame was 12 of 17 from three. The rest of the Blazers were nine of 31 from three. That's 29%. Damian Lillard had 17 points. In the overtimes combined, the rest of the Blazers had two points there in the overtimes combined. Um, He was six of eight. The rest of the team was one of 19. So this is kind of a backward-looking slash forward-looking thing here. Um, Matt, I believe that canter bucket came in like the first minute of the first overtime. So it was like nine minutes of play where only Damian Lillard scored yeah. for them. So does this does this have you guys look at this Blazers team differently moving forward here? Of course, Denver now leads the series three to two. But if if Damian Lillard can go out and score fifty five points and they can't win a game because the rest of this team can't do anything to help him, I mean, listen, if you're watching that last night and you're a teammate. And you're Robert Covington, and you got to go back in the locker room, and you got to look at, and you got to look at Damian Lillard after you missed a dunk. And if you're CJ McCollum, and you've got to go in, and instead of heat checking your boy who had just been nailing everything, you decide to miss two shots and step out of bounds. There's a goal horn, Matt. You need to stop talking when there's a goal horn because Montreal has scored again, three-one. Oh 3-1 Montreal leading Winnipeg in the first period. Uh, Connor Hellebuck is getting beaten around. And uh, I just wanted any opportunity to not have to talk about what happened in that Blazers-Nuggets game last night. <laughs> uh, Norman, no, continue. It's interesting. Yeah, Norman Powell, 5 of 14. Nurkic, 5 of 12. McCollum, 7 of 22. Um, Carmelo, 3 of 11. You could just keep going. Simons, 2 of 7. I mean, it just the guy had absolutely no help. Whatsoever, so Kelly. I mean, like it actually does change the way that I look at this the, the, this series because I mean, are they going to win two games in a row with with just Dame having to sit there and basically do do all the work himself? Like I don't know because you what you're getting from from the Nuggets. Yeah, I understand Jokic is certainly carrying the the load here, but yeah, I mean you're getting good quality minutes from Michael Porter Jr. You're getting good quality minutes from Morris. I I I well they did last night. That has yeah. been their their problems when the games they've lost is they haven't gotten the contributions from those guys. Well, it, Porter is done I I mean, he's done I, you know. I mean, he's he, I think he had 3 points in that game 3, but yeah. yeah. So um just, but you win two games is basically where I'm going with this. It's t- it's going to be tough. Here's something that would give you a little bit of hope for the Blazers. I just want to make the case, yeah. if I can make the case for the Blazers. If you look at the on-off numbers for Nikola Jokic on the court sure. and Nikola Jokic off the court, the Blazers are actually winning the Jokic minutes. Yeah, that's so where I was going to go. Yep. If they continue to win the Jokic minutes, I have to believe there is at least a chance that they can win this series. But... Again, a game like last night, uh, I'm very curious to see how the market reacts to this throughout the next 24 hours because there's a lot of reasons you bias that could potentially get in there. Yeah, I mean, I just look at the way that, uh, you know, I just look at the way that that was played out last night. The other thing that, you know, Jokic is as huge of a game 
as he had. I mean, like, of course, the Damian Lillard game is going to get all the pub. But, I mean, you know, Jokic goes for 38. He has 11 boards and nine assists. He also had four blocks as well on all that. Um, Only turned the ball over twice in 46 minutes. As much usage as he has, that's just unbelievable. I I think there is, to to Adam's point real quick, I think that there is some optimism for Blazers that if you told me before the series that they were going to win the minutes that Jokic was on the court, I would have pounded that Blazers series price. So I do think, like, their other players should be able to beat the Nuggets' other players. They're just not. Series line is plus 210 right now on the Blazers if you do think that they come back in this. We'll run through the scoreboard on the other side here. It is primetime action on BC. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. 
and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. the DraftKings Sportsbook now and get a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Simply download the app and use promo code VSIN to get started with the only top-rated sportsbook that matters. DraftKings, you can bet on it. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for full terms and conditions. Matt Brown. Daniel, I had an under first five, a four, a four runs under first five in a baseball game yesterday in, in which there were 11 runs scored in the first five innings. Yeah. You, uh, you're you feeling my pain in this hockey game. I'm trying to beat you. I'm trying to make it worse than, than you had it. Uh, yeah. What was it? Four total goals four, in that first period? Four total goals. You had the under goal and a half, correct? Just off by a smidge. Just a, just a, just a little bit. Yeah. Um, it is It is. Always, of my opinion, if you're going to go down, go down in flames. That is the way to do it. Like, I, I don't want – what you don't want is that to have been a one nothing game and with 45 seconds left that the puck goes in the back of the net. No. Have them score four. I, I, I will say this much, Danielle. I took a long look at the under in that one. I really wanted to play <laughs> the under in that it game. It was juiced. It was like, okay. I just didn't end up joining because I didn't want to pay the juice. And, yep. uh, yeah, I'm, you know – Sorry about I, d- that. I didn't want to pay the juice on the full game total mm. for that reason. And I'm glad I didn't touch it now because look at this game. I mean, it's going to go over the total maybe in the second period. You are going to be uh, taking a look at the at the later hockey game as well. Yeah, the Golden Knights. I'm hoping for a little bounce back for them. I have them as plus 135, first team to score tonight. Um, I looked at the f- team to score in the first 10 minutes, but I decided this one was a little bit more fun to cheer for. Uh, and Rangers Rockies also have a yes run in the first inning here. Uh, pretty juiced. Uh, even got up to, I think, minus 145 at one point, um, but luckily got in there before that. And I did have Red Sox Astros no run in the first inning. So that's also not yeah. going well. Yeah, no, uh, Framber Valdez and, and uh, you know, Adam and I have, have been all in love with this guy basically since he got to the got to the majors. He would just all over the place in the first inning there. I mean, he settled down, but still, just uh, it was all over the place. So you're telling me that my hundred to one Cy Young ticket on Framber is not cashing this year? It's, no, I mean it was, it was one inning, but it was it was one really bad inning. Yeah, yeah. Um, just, well, no. he also broke his finger in spring training and uh, didn't start the season on time. But no, he's he's a linchpin of what the Astros are hoping for in that rotation because when you think about what the Astros are going to roll out there come playoff time, Matt, I mean, you have to assume that Framber Valdez is a guy that they think can take the ball in one of the first two games of a series, and they need need him to pitch that way in order for them to, you know, have a protection for that offense. Yeah, I mean, they're going to have to have him for sure. Uh, The yes in that uh, 
the yes in that Colorado game, Danielle, you know, a couple of gas cans on the mound there for them. Jordan Lyles over the last two seasons combined a 552 XFIP, an only, a K rate of only 17.2%, swinging strikes down at 8.8%. So he doesn't miss bats uh, at him at all, and he's going to be pitching at Coors is usually a bad combination. There was a prop out here in Vegas for Jordan Lyles. Total earned runs over three and a half. And the juice was so heavy on the over at 55 that I was like, ah, I think he's going there, but I don't want to pay it. Yeah. And I mean, even, I mean, even on the other side there, Sensatella hasn't really done all that well either. Actually, one of the lowest strikeout pitchers in entire major leagues over the last couple of seasons, 13.6% in the era of strikeouts, 13.6% K rate is one of the very lowest you will you will see. And obviously, if he's not getting any Ks, he's certainly not missing bats either, swinging strikes at 7.8%. So if there, if there were a couple of guys to get in on a first inning against, uh, those would certainly be those two guys. You've done very well on that one. I, I certainly would lean towards more of a run than there not being a run in that thing for sure. And it's Colorado. Well, I mean, if you're going to play – is there going to be a run in the first inning in Colorado? You have to play over. Why would you ever play under at Coors Field? Because sometimes you get plus money on the under. But this I didn't true. do that tonight. Yes. <laughs> uh, good, 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 yes. I mean, listen, it very well might go under, but if you're playing the odds of, of what those guys have, have shown. I uh, should have said, but we had, to, we had to jump right in. The playoff games are actually going. We will be joined by our NHL analyst, Andy McNeil, a little bit later to talk about that Golden Knights game that is uh, 10 Eastern, 7 Pacific before that uh, puck drops. So we'll get his thoughts, see if he has any bets, maybe any props. He said now that these games where there's not these huge full slates anymore, mm-hmm. he's able to look more into the props and trying to trying to figure those out where he's not trying to handicap 8 to 10 games. He's able to just kind of focus in on games. So maybe he'll have a few prop bets for us as well i like those you know the, the those are the those are the things i think that you know maybe from a nhl standpoint adam and you can speak to this better than me but those might be the things where there could be at least the slightest of edges because again they're they're making props for all these nba games and everything major League baseball games as well yeah and, and andy actually has a really good system when it comes to these props that we'll talk a little bit more about later We'll take a look here at these updated series prices in the nba now that things are starting to shake out it's primetime action here on bc part of our show or anything on the VSIN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. Catch replays of all our shows, including Follow the Money, A Numbers Game, My Guys in the Desert, and Lombardi Line with VSIN Best Bets. You can also download Beating the Book with Gil Alexander or Market Insights with Josh Applebaum. Plus, we've got Hardwood Handicappers, Long Shots, Gone Racing, and the Ron Flatter Racing Pod. They're all free and available now at vcin.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Matt Brown. Kelly, I just got the greatest Twitter update I think I've ever seen. Tater tots? Boban is expected to start tonight. Oh, that's awesome. He was actually uh, pretty effective last game when they brought him in. I mean, you know, him and Luca are like BFFs anyways. So they, yeah. the little little hilarious, and by little, I mean massive pick and roll that they have uh, between those two, it's actually pretty effective sometimes. Expected to start. 
Oh, I'm so like, happy right hey, now. Hey, mix it up. It mix it up. Me, it makes me forget that y'all like tater tots around here. Look, like, I if Boban's on the court, I'm everything is good. Just for the record. Good, thank you. I'm anti-tot. At least I think the one thing we did come to the conclusion, tater tots are the most overrated. They're, they're the most overrated. I think we all agreed on curly fries. No, curly fries are the best by Curly far. fries all around. Yeah, Adam yeah, has tater tots now. are the most overrated thing that there is. They're not good. They're not. This discussion <laughs> emanated from our tater tots ballpark food, especially if they're covered in sauce. And no, absolutely not. They're no. not ballpark food. Well, you really want to have to race your way to the bottom of, of a soggy tater tot? Come on. Quickly spir- the conversation quickly spirals. Well, the thing with ballpark food is is they want to... Th- they want to slosh something on top of whatever you're getting. To like no matter what. You yeah, like twelve dollars yeah, like, for tater tots. They're like, oh, yeah. you're getting fries and you're paying eleven dollars for them, so here's a ton of gra- or gravy or cheese or something. Like really? they, they just want to like load it up with something on top of it, right? And so like it's, that's it's what mayonnaise, the problem is. They call it an aioli. Yeah, yeah. and whatever you're it might be. Mayonnaise on my fries. You can't just ever get you don't like, if you if you went up there and you're just like, I just want some like dry fries, they'd be like, Sorry, we can't even do that. It'll cost you extra, it'll be yeah. $25. Those are going to be $15. I'm sorry. You can't. You, we, need, we need at least half of the cup to be taken up by cheese sauce. Like, we can't. We're just giving you dry fries around here. I think in the boxes, that's where you get the dry fries. I think only the dry fries yeah. are in the box seats. Yeah, yeah. rich people. Yeah. Hashtag rich people. They probably valet everywhere they go. Uh, Lakers and Suns. Uh, Kelly, I wanted to hit this real quick before we get into these series prices because uh, that was a 30 point game last night. The Suns, 115. Lakers, 85. LeBron, 24. We said, hey, if anything, Lena under LeBron. Adam, you were all over that. He's under his point total in that one. Booker goes for 30. Uh, this game got out of control pretty quickly and never really the, never really got back on the rails in this thing. The Lakers scored 10 points in the second quarter. Oh, 10 you shouldn't be able points to do it on in the hands. second quarter. Um, and, and, and yeah, from that point on, it was just out of control. We said this, and like we were saying, listen, without Anthony Davis on the court, the Suns seems more talented. They have more talent. It, it showed immediately out there as to the, and like Anthony Davis is questionable for Game Six here. Even if he does go a groin injury, if this thing is as serious as it pro, as it must be for him to sit out of a playoff game, he's going to be very ineffective here. I think the Suns close this thing out. I, I'm telling you right now, I think the Suns close this thing out. What's interesting to me is that there was a lot of chatter about Anthony Davis flashing six fingers for um, I'll be ready in game six while he was on the bench in game five. I understand if the Lakers against a lesser opponent think to themselves, let's be cautious and sit 80 out and and we'll go down three, two, and we can come back and win two games. I'm not convinced that even with a 75% or, you know, 80% AD that they're going to beat the Suns. I, I don't think they can win those two games necessarily against the Suns, Kelly, especially if he's not going full speed. So, the one thing that's always made this Lakers combination special, it's not the shooting, it's not the defense, it's not anything besides the athleticism that you have when you combine LeBron James and Anthony Davis. So when they either or both, like right now, are hurt, it's major problems. And we've seen it from AD already in this series. I, I think he's going to play in game six. But okay, ineffective AD who's standing out by the perimeter shooting jump shots. The Suns will be more than happy to, to contend with that. So, I, I, I don't. When we're about to get some of these series prices, but yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I, I don't give them two games, even if even if the Lakers steal Game Six. Um, man, I, I don't know if I see them winning this series. I, I, that was that was rough to watch last night, Matt. I don't know what your current TV setup is, mm-hmm. but I got the two in the living room. I had both games on. I feel like my eyes never left the Blazers Nuggets screen like almost oh, at all. Yeah, for sure. Once I saw, yeah, and once I felt really good about my 
my five. Okay, I had oh, you guys cashed five. it halftime. Yeah, like, yeah. I was like, all right, uh, yeah. There's no need for me to pay attention to this. Also, how much, um, how much concern though is there for any Chris Paul? He did go down again. He went back in. Are we worried about that at all? Sorry, he. he uh, I, I'm sorry, Chris, if you're in pain today. But man, he went when he went down. It looked like a sniper took him I, out. It, it was it like, was, whoa. I know. yeah, I know. It was, it was, it was hilarious. Well, to the point you're making here, Daniel. I, if you were to look at both of these teams and say to me, take Anthony Davis away from mm-hmm. the Lakers, take Chris Paul away from the Suns. I could put Cameron Payne in there and mm-hmm. at least get, you know, a good 60 to 65% of what I get out of Chris Paul. There's nobody who can replicate what Anthony Davis yeah, does right. for the Lakers. Yeah. No, no doubt about it. Um, but really, it just, it was, uh, and then also hey, Charles Kuzma Barkley. over got home, right? Didn't, didn't that get home? I was touting that yeah. at, on Prop Watch. Charles. Charles touting that. I've been the only guy that got went over his point total <laughs> for the Lakers. Yeah. Uh, Charles Barkley calling uh, Anthony Davis. He said his new nickname is Street Clothes was Priceless. Yes. Priceless <laughs> last night. Called him Street Clothes. Anthony Street Clothes Davis, which was pretty uh, great. Uh, we talked about the Western Conference uh, series odds as it is. Anybody, I, let's, let's bring up these Bucks and Nets series prices here to, to look at because these were – these are these are pretty interesting when we take a look at, at these series and and what we're what we're kind of looking at with those. I mean, I'm I, I this is this is something I Adam I'm 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 gonna sit back I'm gonna enjoy I can't imagine me investing a dollar in in anything pre-series here. I was really desperately hoping that all of the gas that the Bucks were getting <laughs> after sweeping the heat was going to lead to this price being more in the 150 range and then I was going to sell my house and put it on to the Nets <laughs> at yeah. 150. Uh, 200 is a fair price on the Brooklyn Nets but man oh man I I, I, I don't want to pay it. Yeah so it's uh, I had very very similar thoughts I would say Adam I, I, a friend asked me yesterday uh, a couple days ago he was like what do you think that series would be priced I was like I think Nets minus 220 minus 230 so higher than what I thought although I do think my is 200 is uh, is the lowest number I've seen. I don't think I've seen below that. Um, not a, not it's not. I can't play that Adam because I was hoping more for a 175 or less. Maybe I'd be interested in then. But Matt, I'm with you. I think it's going to be a great series. The Bucks are going to win a game or two. I will tell you that. But Giannis this season against the Nets had his way with them offense. I think this thing could go 60 over five and a half at minus 139. I think is is fairly tempting. Yeah, I think this, I like I, you know a four two series seems about right to me. You don't like an over six and a half at plus 240? Because that's what I was looking at. Oh, you 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 like that plus 240? Yeah, really we're going four, to six. Let's seems, go to seven. I I think I would rank the options for two, four, one, and then four, three. No sweep, though. We'll take a look at everything. We'll look at some golf as well. Primetime action here on BC. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. 
This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you VIP material? DraftKings VIPs enjoy exclusive benefits, enhanced promotional offers, top-tier customer support, access to personalized contests, and more. Visit DraftKings.com slash to learn more. Plus, everyone can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, and new customers can get up to $1,000 as a sign-up bonus. 
Sign up using the promo code VSIN to claim your exclusive offer. That's V-S-I-N. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Must be 21 or older. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Matt Brown. We will uh, we'll talk golf here in just a second. There was a couple of pieces of massive news today, Adam. Um, first and foremost, Danny Ainge stepping down, Brad Stevens moving into the front office. They will be looking for a new coach. And then uh, a little bit after that, announced that Mike Krzyzewski is going to be stepping down after this season at Duke as well. So uh, a couple of massing, massive coaching vacancies that will be needed to be filled. I have to be honest, Matt. The Boston Celtics situation is the one that he caught my attention even more because We've never seen Brad Stevens in any sort of personnel role. Mm. I'm shocked that the Celtics went this direction in particular because, I mean, did anyone think about calling oh. Sam Presti in Oklahoma City, like, like, and just seeing what he might want to do, uh, come to to come to Boston? Like, if you don't want Brad Stevens as the coach of this team anymore, why do you want him in charge of personnel? It I don't understand it at all. I mean, how many times you don't see it often in, in professional sports where somebody does a bad job at their current job and gets a promotion out of it somehow. I mean, even they were talking about how the, uh, he, did, he was burnt out from coaching. And it's like, I mean, Gil and I have been kind of ripping him all year. He, he, I don't think he had a good year. He hasn't had a past couple of years. And there's something majorly wrong with the culture in, in the Boston Celtics when you have guys like Kyrie Irving and Gordon Hayward that want nothing to do with that team anymore. I, yeah, I don't know. It, it was interesting news for sure, but uh, some massive news because there will be a, you know, I mean, look, there's, there's obviously talent there, and and now can you figure out how to make that talent work with each other? Do you need to get? I mean, I, I saw the first thing that people said that he wants to do is trade Marcus Smart out of there and and whatever, and so you know we, we shall see. But some very interesting uh, news with all that. We have the memorial that is going to be going on this week. Um, it is a tournament that is pretty loaded, actually, whenever we take a look. I mean, purse of $9.3 million. Winner is going to get $1.67. Uh, Muirfield Village Golf Club, about 7,540 yards here, par 72. Defending champion is John Rahm. 14 of the top 20 players in the world are going to be playing in this one. It is an invitational, so it's about 120 runners in this thing as opposed to the typical kind of 150, 155 that go top, top 65 and ties make the cut so a little bit easier to make the cut in this event than it is in some of the other ones that said the course is almost completely new and so a lot of course history stuff here is not really in play per the press release um, from them, most holes had the green complexes 100% recontoured and rebuilt with significant bunker modifications. Only the greens on holes 12, 13, and 14, and 17 resemble the old greens. So that obviously do the math. 14 different greens on this course will be completely new to people who have played this course before. Holes 1, 15, and 17 Fairway bunker, fairway bunker setup has been completely repositioned. Uh, hole 15 was rebuilt entirely from tee to green. Uh, new fairway bunkers, extensive grade changes. Uh, second, third shot landing zones are all completely different there, as well. Water on 13 holes of this thing. So, Adam, I mean, you're looking here. It's a, it's a completely new course. I mean, I like to look sometimes at, at course history, but I don't, you know, I, I don't think I'm going to look too hard into it with this. Well, one. that's what I was curious about because not only was it changed, but now out to 7,500 yards, becoming one of the longer courses on tour in general we know that in the past it's a course where the fairways have been pretty friendly overall uh but how do you guys take course history 
in terms of the model this week, right? I mean, do, you, do you value it at all in the model, or do you just kind of sweep it away? I, I, I didn't. And that's why this is so weird for me that Rom's 11-1 to 1 yeah. and is the favorite in this. Like, I get it that he won last year, right? But one, we have not seen John Rom even come close to competing so far for a championship. Now, if you go and you look at his results, it's and if you didn't watch those tournaments, it's misleading. He was never competing. You're going to see a, a T5 and a T8 and all that, whatever. He made, a, he made huge Sunday runs where he just climbed the leaderboard a ton, but he was never in the mix to win any of those tournaments. And so to see him at 11-1 to 1 on a course where I get it, he won last year, but the course is basically completely different, I wouldn't play 11 to 1 on John Rom for anything. Plus even I mean even if it was the same course, he won here last year. Before that, he hadn't made a cut in the past 4 yeah. years before. It. So yeah, uh, I think it's a great question, Adam. I I looked at it lightly, Matt, as far as you know, court, tournament mm-hmm. history here, course history here, but uh yeah, yeah, I factored it in a little bit, but not a ton. Not a ton. That's for sure. I, you know, when we uh start breaking down stats, I don't know what you looked at. I mean, strokes gained approach at this this course and almost any Jack Nicklaus course is more important than almost anywhere else you're going to find. So I weighed that very heavily. Par fours, 450 and 500 yards, multiple of those on the on this course. So I weighed that pretty heavily. Proximity, 175 to 200 yards. It's a classic second shot course, Jack Nicklaus course. That's going to be really big. You're going to come into wider fairways that's going to get narrow and narrow and narrow as you get to the green. So thought that was big. Greens and regulation, which is not something I normally factor in often. I actually did this week simply for, for that purpose. We got smaller greens. Uh, it's a tough around the green course, so I want guys that are going to be able to get on in two and then hopefully have a chance at some birdies. Uh, good drives. I actually factored in some sand saves and a little bit of uh, strokes gained par five. So I had a lot of same guys come up at you know top of the list that I've been playing. Morikawa, Hoffman, Keegan. I mean, they were all kind of there, but you know, loaded field this week. So you know, we always talk about win equity. How many of these guys are really going to win? I, I took outrights on Morikawa. Uh, Morikawa, and then it was Reed. Uh, Reed, which was not, he's not ever up there kind of in my modeling, Matt. I don't know about you, but this was simply a price play for yeah. me. When I'm looking at Patrick Reed at 35 to 1, and you're looking at guys like, we love Corey Connors. He made us a lot of money. But I'm sorry, Patrick Reed's odds should never be longer than Corey Connors, at least not yet. So I, I, that was kind of a, that was a price play for me. My boy Hoff, I just can't quit. I'm all, I'm big on him on top 20. I played him outright. You love the Hoff. Love the Hoff. Love it. I'm like, that was my FOMO play. 50 to 1, not a great number on him. It should be higher. But I'm like, if he wins, can't, I got to play it. I will tell you this. Do you know who was number one in my model across the board? 36 rounds, 24 rounds, and 12 rounds. The Hoff. I was going to say, it's one, two, one, two, and all of those for me is more Cow and Hoff. He, the Hoff was number one in all three versions of my model here. Um, number two is Victor Hovland, but here's here's the problem with, with Victor. I mean, again, we talk about win equity, and he, of late, he has really struggled to put four rounds together, and I'm fine with that when he's sitting 30 to 1 right. and 35 to 1 and stuff. Like, I'm okay with taking that risk on, okay, you know, win equity maybe not so incredibly high because he has figured, he it gets to weekends and he's really struggling here on the weekends, but hey, at 35, I'll play that. He's sitting here. One of the favorites in this tournament, like 14 to 1. And, like, I get it. He's been consistent finishing in the top 10 here lately. But I can't play Victor Hovland 
on an outright at fourteen to one. It's just, it's just again, we talk about price plays. Yep. The, for the for the for the reason where we, we do play someone, this is a price play. The reason why I can't play. So there is a twenty to one here in Vegas mm. uh, that I saw this afternoon. Was considering adding. He's a was, little better. Yeah. A little yeah. better. But there are two guys. I think there's two guys that I like in this tournament. I did not play outrights on short, short outrights on, but I do think I'm going to look to add them in tournament. It would be Vic and Rory. Rory is the other one who is pretty high up there in my modeling, but I, I'm not going to add him b- before the tournament. It's a lot of other guys like you know that we see week in, week out um, th- that keep showing up here, and I think that I'll probably play derivatives on them and not really outrights again. I mean, you know, Corey Connors is another guy that like you know he we're. His putter just does not ever show up. We talk about putter. We talk about putting being a, a stat that we don't weigh so heavily because putters come and go, right? Like you can get hot putting and, and you can and you can get cold putting, but he never gets hot putting. And so with you can't that, play him at twenty five to one. And, and that's whatever. what I'm saying. His odds have plummeted. I mean, this was a guy we were playing at 80, right. 75, 70, 60. and now he's down as as one of these guys. And again, he's he's a cut maker. He's gonna be in the mix for a top 30, top 20 and stuff like that. But, you know, as far as an outright, just really hard to get there. Same thing with Keegan, right? I mean, we we keep saying this with Keegan. Like, he's going to be in the mix in the top 30s, in the top 20s, maybe even a top 10. I just don't know exactly about the win equity here. I think I'm playing maybe only four or five outrights this week, and I think all of them will be long, longer to mid-range to longer shots in this tournament. And, you know, I'll sit back and watch, see how they handle this new course and this new layout. And maybe I figure out a way to get in live on some of these guys. But uh, with the way that the odds board has set up this week, there was nothing that really, really jumped off the page. I mean, that, that's, that's rare. There's usually at least a couple of different ways that I, I feel comfortable attacking it, but man, it's just uh not this week. All these guys that we like a lot and all these guys that we've been playing for a ton, the, the, the prices have plummeted. Yeah, and I think that for me, I generally feel the same way. I, I think Morikawa really popped out to me, but he did last week as well and kind of let me down a little bit. Um, and, you know, Hoffman was up there. Do I really expect him to get home? Maybe not. But I, I think it was a – I think it could be a great week, Matt, for those derivative markets. Like, I loaded up on some top 20 plays, top 30 plays, because I do think some of those yeah. guys that we've been making money off of, they're still live this week. And and you do in those markets are finding longer odds on them than you usually are getting on a top twenty. So I did I hit those pretty hard when I bet this last night. Yeah, when we have the golf draft a little bit later in the show, I might I might be shocking you guys with some of these plays that I'm gonna that I'm gonna be making All here. Right. And so yeah, there's the, the the guys I landed on this week are uh, are fairly long, Adam. I'm not surprised to hear that because you, sir have identified many of the longer shots prior to them really popping uh, in the past than, uh, than others. A couple of guys that I'm a couple of guys I'm high on this week that I think could start putting things together here. And that I think that we could, uh, that we could really make some money off of Kelly as we, uh, before we had to break, what are we looking at from the uh, basketball side of things? Yeah. NBA games right now at the half in New York, the Hawks leading the Knicks. Uh, 52 to 47 live numbers on this game. Hawks three and a half and 202. If you want second half numbers, Knicks one and a half point favorites and 103 is your second half total. Over in Philly, the Sixers are up on the Wizards 92 to 85. Three minutes left in the third quarter. The Sixers seven and a half point live favorites 249 and a half your live total. If you want to look at that and wonder why that uh, price is where it's at. 14 turnovers for the Wizards compared to five turnovers for the Sixers. Going to have to get that in shape there. When we get to the top, we'll talk to uh, Andy McNeil. We'll see what he thinks about this late hockey playoff game. It is primetime action here on Beast. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.